if you haven't signed up for the Discord channel, you are running out of days to save Chris Yang's life and his job and his existence on this planet. Wait, 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 wait. It's not just my job anymore. Now it's my existence on the planet on the line. Yeah, this is season two of Squid Game. Oh my god, dude. Fine, fine. Yeah. The 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 the, the few people that have joined up. <laughs> it's really just like it's sad. It's not I good still- enough. I, I it is not me that's uh, by the way, look at my reading glasses I have now. I have so many of them. <laughs> you put them on so slowly, too. <sighs> My life. I swear to God, after the accident, that's when I needed reading glasses. No. And the concussion. I swear to God. I was trying to figure out the timing of like when I needed it. It's like, oh, wow. It actually was after the car accident. Oh, like you legitimately think that it like fucked up your vision. I don't, I know. And listen, there, there could be, you know. I mean, why not? Like it's, it was like a very you know, a traumatic head injury. And you have my vision, vision problems. has gotten so bad. It is insane. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad now. Oh I can't God. see shit. Anyway, that's not what you're going to find out on our Discord channel. So uh, we have all kinds of other things, mainly food related, culture related, music related, things to live your life a little bit more deliciously. Uh, we have great discount codes. We've got 10% off Momofuku products. You can visit that at shop.momofuku.com, our chili crunch, the ghost pepper chili crunch, the hot honey, the barrel-aged soy sauce sold out, and the instant noodles that I use and eat all the time. Athletic Brew, there's a code there. We probably need to get some other codes for the holiday season. Maybe we reach out to our good man, Roy. I think I think our good man, Roy, has been reaching out to me. I think he's got a code ready and waiting. Let me... Uh... Let me get one of those for the best. So, so there, let's just see. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's fine. But that's one hell of a Christmas present. <laughs> I bet we can get a code out of Roy for the best Panettone around. Let's get on to this show. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dylan Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. If you heard me muttering incoherently more than normal on the the promos, it's because I, I literally had one of the hardest nights. <laughs> and if Grace is listening to this, she's like, no, you didn't. I did. Yes, Grace <laughs> had a mar- m- much more difficult night than I did. But man, when both your kids are sick, this RSV shit is for real. I'm like in quarantine. Myself. Oh my god. Wait, so just the two or is Grace getting it too? I don't know. I mean, it's I guess like, adults are adults are somewhat uh 
you know, you know, two to three days. But Hugo literally sounds like he has twenty percent lung capacity. Yay! 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 And he's he's milking it. I wonder where he gets all the melodrama from. <laughs> I'm so sick. I'm so tired. I can't podcast today. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, it's just been one day. I. And another thing is this goddamn time change. Do you notice the darkness more than the past three years? I think it's because the when we were really in lockdown, nothing mattered. Time didn't matter. Now I didn't even, like, I didn't even recognize time changes during the pandemic. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> don't go. Don't go down. Don't, yeah. sorry, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> You are so you are you. I assume I assume you're part of the like eliminate daylight savings time camp. Yeah, last time I checked, I didn't pick up my pitchfork and go bail some fucking hay. I don't need more sunlight to get fucking the harvest in. And even if I did, we have automation. All right. Also, lights. <laughs> Jesus fuck. It is really, it is really like it has. There's no justification for it anymore whatsoever. Nobody reads the Farmer's Almanac anymore. Nobody. <laughs> Why do we need this? It only makes it so depressing. And I feel more people are noticing the the depressing nature of the sun going down earlier, simply because the world is somewhat knock on wood back to normal. But right, you never noticed in the past two 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 plus years. No, I had no idea. I didn't go anywhere or look outside. So, no, I definitely What's the point? It's because, and the worst thing is, it's, it exists, like, whoever is supporting this thing does not have children. Because the time change with children is the worst thing that can happen to humans. In the both day directions. it happens used to be a joy. Again, this is another very important thing to note, pre-children. If you're a couple or an individual, single person in general, enjoy that hour in. <laughs> My Lord. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy your life. Although I was, I was talking to, I was talking to uh, somebody recently. Oh, somebody who was working on 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 our, our our latest Hulu show, and they were talking about having kids, and they were like, "I got to get all this travel in before we have kids, and do all this and do that." And I was like, "Who cares about that? Just like enjoy your normal sitting around." You doing mean nothing. the director of the show we just finished? No, no, a different person. It was not. It was not our director. It was a different one who wasn't even pregnant, but was planning ahead for pregnancy. By the way, I got used to that trailer life. Whew. <laughs> I mean, I've weirdly had some like trailers, but they're usually, um, you know, the size of a small cubicle. Yeah. It's a porta potty. I, I had a, a real. You had a real, real. It was like a real full star wagon type of situation. Real full star wagon. <laughs> it was wild. I, I mean, whew. I, so yeah, we we're, you were in your trailer. And, you know, we were shooting on site somewhere and I was kind of like over at our little base camp. I couldn't even find where you were. And, you know, I'm just struggling. I can't for believe internet. security let you through. I cannot believe security. <laughs> well, you, you texted me. You were like, hey, uh, if you're not if you're not busy, you should come over to the trailer. And I come in there and you're just like enjoying cold beverages, watching the football game. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And all of the, the snacks. So good. It was really nice. I could get used to that. Trailer life seemed pretty good. I'm going to start taking acting classes. (laughs) You haven't already been taking them. Thank you, Hulu. 
Um, thank you, Disney. I got a Mickey Mouse tattoo just for <laughs> to show solidarity. Um, did I make a fucking sick, sick lunch today, though, my man? Ooh, out of Recipe Club stuff. Woo! <laughs> it's good. It's good. We got to save our Recipe Club, but it's good. I'm just saying right now, this is legit. I mean, listen, collusion aside, this is the best recipe, and you it's know good. it, Chris. I, I, you I'm know not, it, I'm Chris. Not, you know it. It's really good. It's it's. Here's the thing. There are a lot of good recipes on Recipe Club that I am satisfied having made one time. Like, this is now my recipe. Like, now I, this is definitely beat for beat, step for step, ingredient for ingredient. Uh, I, is I, my we have now. to figure out a way f- for this to win because this is at the literally the 11th hour of Recipe Club, and I think we need to really stumped for this thing. Well, it's at a certain hour that it's going to become in handy. Just whatever. It's for our Thanksgiving episode and it'll be out in time for the droves it's of Dave Arnold's Club mom. People. Yeah. The great Dave Arnold. You can listen to his, his uh, Cooking Issues podcast with Nastasia Lopez and uh, I think there's a couple other guests now. This fucking recipe is it is the best stuffing yeah, the best I've stuffing. ever made. Yeah, it's really, really, really delicious. And it's not, it's, okay, just to clarify, if you know who Dave Arnold is, you know, it is not Dave Arnold. It's not an intensely crazy recipe either. It's actually, you can get everything in arm's reach at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a Ralph's recipe. It's not Alex's recipe for sure. There's one ingredient that I looked at and I thought this was going to be a, mm, I don't know. Wow. The can? Was I humbled? The can, was right? I humbled. Oh, oh my, my god, Lord. I was humbled like crazy. <laughs> I thought it was like I, I, way I, off I, the I told rails Dave, shit. this is my mission to get this the most made stuffing recipe this year. That's how much I believe in it. Not just in fucking recipe club and our Discord channel, but America. America. <laughs> it is, is that a, good, man? It is, it is it is a quintessentially American recipe, too. It's real American. And not in like, I'm not saying that in like a, this is a, oh, this is a put cheese on top of poo. We need a presidential <laughs> candidate like this recipe that will come across all aisles and unite America. This recipe fulfills a prophecy. Uh, of, I mean, you know, Dave, if this were, I mean, yes, if this were a recipe, it would be a fucking Republican for sure. <laughs> no. No way. No. Oh, because it has that Mandarin angle. No, 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 no. This is a fucking um, a Southern Democrat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right? I can see that. Southern I Democrat. That. I All see right? that. Take that shit back. <laughs> Southern Democrat. Maybe yeah, like this is a the Strom Thurmond. This is not, not Strom Thurmond from the 60s. It's 50s. not Strom This is Strom Thurmond in the, in the, when he's like 95 years old. I met Strom Thurmond when he was 95 years old. He was still My Strom- brother... <laughs> My brother was good friends with his youngest son. No way. Yeah. I didn't know he was allowed to have uh, Korean friends. It's called affirmative action. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he filibustered for 40 hours straight to fight it. Um, <laughs> how did Strom Thurmond get away with fucking being a... He's just like a legitimate racism incarnate. <laughs> and he was like a senator for like, oh, literally like 70 years. <laughs> it's so insane, man. Anyway, uh, we're uh, we're getting off subject here. This is a Southern Democrat of a recipe, and it would fucking, it would win every state, every electoral vote, with exception of maybe like three or four. This is just, it's that strong. Very good. It is the best candidate recipe club has ever seen, and you know what, Chris Yang, (laughs) 
You know not, it. Listen, dude, I'm telling you, I, this is legitimately the recipe that I, I mean, like I said, we make a lot of recipes that I think are good and I'll never make again. I'm going to make this one again in three weeks at Thanksgiving time. 100%. Everybody that tasted this recipe in my house was like, what the, what the F? Yeah. That's how much reverence I have for this recipe. I won't even say the full F-U-C-K. What the <laughs> F? Last thing I'll say about it is this. It's like when you discover as a young cook, like, oh, fish sauce and palm sugar is like where the taste of pad thai comes from. Or like tamarind and fish sauce and and palm sugar. You're like, I never knew where that flavor came from. And when you make this recipe, you're like, oh my God, that's where this flavor comes from. It comes from like these ingredients that I never thought to use. Like this, it's amazing. It, it like opens your eyes to like where the flavor of Thanksgiving comes from. I'm, I'm hyping this from. up. This is, we haven't recorded the episode yet with Dave Arnold. We're recording it, I think, tomorrow. You should uh, buckle your seatbelts, everyone. This is going to be one of the greatest, if not greatest recipe club podcast we've ever recorded. Simply because of this fucking stuffing recipe that will unequivocally be the only rest stuffing I will ever make. And yeah. I've made all kinds of fucking stuffing in my day. Like the fanciest with fucking foie and all that bullshit. This is the only stuffing that matters. And really, it's two aisles of shopping at the grocery store. Also also dead simple. Insanely simple from start to finish. It's great. Oh, man. Like, it's that good. So anyway, anyway, uh, we're getting into Thanksgiving talk. This is going to be a Thanksgiving after dark. And I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> Already trying to move past the next three weeks. Okay. I, uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't asked Dave. I have a question for you. I encountered this thing, and I wonder if you have ever had to encounter this or if your sons are smarter than mine. But uh, sometimes when I'm reading a book to Keith, my two-year-old, you know, it's like, here's a picture of like little Timmy is chasing a ball. And on the next page, like little Timmy is reaching for an umbrella. But Keith doesn't. <laughs> He always points at the two pictures of the kid, the same kid, and he's like, "These guys friends." <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to explain that they're. I don't know how to verbalize that they're the same fucking person. Like that, a page denotes a passage of time. Has this ever happened to you? No, I don't even understand what you just said. <laughs> you have like two pictures of the same character, and he thinks they're two people, and he's like, "Well, these guys are friends, right?" I'm like, "No, no, no." What do you this mean they're not? Bef- this is him. Be- <laughs> All right, maybe I'm asking the wrong guy. All right, you want to get into some ask? Highly underrated Michael Keaton film, not Batman, Multiplicity with (laughs) Annie McDowell. That's where he just like clones himself over and over again? Yeah, maybe your son is just a fan of Michael Keaton. (laughs) Listen, he's a hell of an angler, by the way. Uh, Michael Keaton? Yeah. Have you fished with him? I haven't fished with him. I fished against him. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's a hell of a fisherman, an angler. Yes. Oh, okay. What can't that guy do? I'm Batman. I've got Batman. Well, I got a couple more. I got a couple more topical questions to ask you before we get into the the. I'll say I'll spare you some turkey questions first. By the time this airs, um, this will probably be resolved. Uh, but it's possible that it's not, and this will still be timely. The Powerball has reached a jackpot of $1.9 billion. Oh, Didn't did it come out tonight? Isn't so There's a technical it's... delay <laughs> delaying the results of the Powerball. And if it comes through, Dave, I might just hang up on you immediately and just leave. 
So this is a really interesting topic. I may like to gamble. I may have bought some Powerball tickets when I was in New York. I didn't realize that you could buy it on an app. Oh, what? And I also, yeah, there's an app in New York State when I was there. And looking at the lines, I downloaded the app and I bought it. I bought enough where I tried to buy more because I have a gambling problem. And the fucking app blocked me. <laughs> it said I reached my daily spending limit and I needed to call in customer support to buy more. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, I mean, people in New York State are going to be able to decipher this amount, but give me a give me a ballpark. One hundred dollars. A hundred dollars of this fucking powerful ticket. No wonder the jackpot can get so high, dude. It was a hundred dollars, and because I, I I just couldn't stop myself. Are you like me? And it, it wasn't twenty. It was what it was. Was I bought five dollars, and then. You're like, that's not enough. I bought another five dollars. I'm like, well, then there's this new thing where it's like play uh, this other thing on the, the the ticket. So that's another dollar. So it's not two dollars, it's three dollars. Can I and just next say- thing I know, I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? I just spent a hundred dollars. I mean, literally. and in order to balance out, so what I did do too, I fucked it up. They were Eight tickets that I put the same fucking numbers on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Eight tickets. Because I I didn't realize I've never done this before. And I put in the, the numbers. I put in the birthdays of my kids and a couple other numbers. And I did it eight times. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. If I, if I, if this is actually what I was thinking. I couldn't bear the embarrassment that. Um, right. If uh, the announcement had, goes, there were eight, eight, there were eight, uh, eight, <laughs> eight, 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 eight winning eight, tickets were distributed, distributed to the same person. <laughs> dumb motherfucker. He doesn't deserve to win. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I was so embarrassed. So I, I, uh, I wanted to buy $8 more to, 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 to eight. I wanted to buy $16 more to take away those tickets and it wasn't just myself so i bought uh 25 basically divvying it up amongst a few people here because we didn't know that powerball was national we just thought you had to buy it out of new york so i bought it for some people as well and we had an agreement that if it won i wouldn't remember who those people were that i bought it for <laughs> this is the agreement you came <laughs> to agreement in my mind i mean, I mean yeah. honestly dave what the fuck are they going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do about it? <laughs> I mean, ownership is nine tenths of the fucking law. Like, what was I, I going to say? It's on my phone. It's on my app. Right. Where there wasn't right. even a text message. It was a group right. text, and it says buy us some. There was no fucking contract. <laughs> anyway, I felt it was bad luck, so I bought. I tried to buy sixteen dollars more, and I was I was locked out. Anyway, I get to California, and I see the fucking ad. There's a Cal Lotto app. Guess what? You that. can't buy that shit online. You can't use the app to buy. Thank God. Yeah. Can so, I just can I just say that the story you told about buying five and then five more and then a dollar and then sixteen and then sixteen more and spiraling out of control is literally why there's a daily limit on the amount you can spend on this. Like, like you proved the case of why this limit exists. So I I was on the fo- on the flight back using my Wi Fi just religiously checking and 
understanding, I, I, I Googled the, the likelihood of me winning. And it's like, you can get struck by lightning twice. You have a higher probability of dying in this plane right now. And I was like, that's not good, you know? Right. But I did think, what would happen? Okay. What would happen if you won? And there have been moments where I have a, I've bought something or it's like one of those things that gets revealed later and like one of those prizes. And one time I got like a nice prize. And the, 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 the heart palpitations I had for something relatively meaningless was so great that I felt like one of the best things in my life I've ever done. When if I was this young. happened, you would die. And who, who are you gonna, what are you going to do? So immediately I was like, what would I do if I found out that I won on the plane back? Would I keep it to myself? Yeah. Would I scream out loud? Fuck you, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I, I and I was just getting drunk off yeah. the thought of winning. The lottery is insane that it exists because of this exact reason. The lottery. Yeah. The lottery is insane that once a week or whatever, three times a week, we just decide to pluck a member out of society and say, Whoop, "You're no longer part of society." And guess what? I won $350. No, you did not. I did. What? But I can't fucking get it it's <laughs> because it's a fucking New York State. Wait, I got to get a I VPN and I got to do it fucking from California. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? Did you win $350 on one ticket or did you win $40 on eight of the same ticket? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I won it. All I know is it showed up and calculated it for me. That That's a big win, dude, for $100. Yeah, dude. Buy, that's a yeah, big I know, win. I know, I know. It's like Fuck. the most profitable thing I've done all year. And, <laughs> and, I, and I thought, like, what would I do? Would you take it all in lump sum? And I was like, 1.6, so it's $728 million up front. And I was like... If I divided it out over 30 years pre-tax, that's like, you know, like, what is it, like 70 to $80 million a year? You couldn't spend that every year anyway. You've got to take the lump sum <laughs> so then you can just put it into an annuity. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to put in a lump sum so you can take a loan off the $728 million. And now by the time this airs, hopefully I won and... Uh, I will have bought Spotify. Who's yeah. I'm your Fuck captain all now. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sasha, make sure we uh, check the numbers before you decide to edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, and I got. I, I really was thinking, like, what would I do? Would I take it all? And then let's just say, okay, whatever. You take a lump sum, or you take it over thirty years, whatever. This is what I found out. You have. Any prize over $250, you have 90 days to get the fuck out of Dodge because hmm. they'll release your name and information, your address. They'll release your name. But I'm like, what's the fucking point anyway? If they release your name, people are going to find you. Yeah. So they're going to find your address within 24 hours regardless. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, you're going to have to get the fuck out of Dodge. My youngest son doesn't have a passport yet, so we can't leave the country. So I kept on thinking, I'm like, where, where would we go? What will we do? Yeah. For like, for, for the first nine months after winning $728 million, you just live in like an RV uh, camp. And I thought, you know, I, I pay a lot of things. I give a lot of money, most of a lot of the money away. And then I would just have just the dream restaurant. This is the conversation I, well, well, a couple of things. First of all, are you the same type of person as I am who, when you buy a lottery ticket, buy a Powerball ticket, you are like, 
a hundred percent sure you won. <laughs> You're just like, I definitely won. This. No, here's why I did it. It was one. If you buy one ticket, it's one increases your chance to one one out of two hundred ninety two million. Yeah, so that's why I bought like uh, fifty of them. So here's another question. Actually, I bought like of- forty of them. If you're like, am I am I just thinking about this completely wrong? Like, you got some you got some very wealthy friends. Why don't they just buy two hundred ninety two million Powerball tickets? This is how crazy it is. Okay, <laughs> I got somebody I know that's quite wealthy that I know, like real fucking wealthy, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing playing Powerball? <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> and I'm sure people listening is like, what the fuck are you doing playing Powerball? <laughs> I have a gambling problem. That's my fucking excuse. You know how you know I have a gambling problem? I wagered a million dollars of charity <laughs> money. Okay? Uh, here's the other thing about the lottery that's very confusing to me that I always think about. And I apologize if I'm wrong about this and there's somebody out there that proves my case wrong. There have been a lot of lottery winners over the years and a lot of big lottery winners. So far as I can tell, not a single fucking one of them has done anything of note. <laughs> like nobody had an ambition to like buy a sports team, uh, build a hospital, write a novel, make a movie, do anything. Like how come there's no lottery winner who's ever like taken that money and been like, oh, and I bought the Utah Jazz. Because the Utah Jazz sold for $2.2 billion. <laughs> okay, sure, sure, sure. But in the, in the 70s, whatever. I'm just saying, I think you do just disappear. I think you have to just disappear. I don't know if I would. I would fucking, I literally would do epic shit. <laughs> You'd become an, you would finally see out your, your dream of becoming an Instagram influencer. Finally. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would do ridiculous things. Like I would, one of the things I do for sure is I would finally create the C plus scholarship. We haven't talked about this. This is just for C plus students specifically. You never heard of my fucking no. I didn't know you had like a scholarship. scholarship I, I, didn't, I didn't know you had a scholarship designed for people who get C pluses. Is that what it is? Yes. You have to. <laughs> you have to average a C plus. You have to be the best C plus student in, in your class. All right. I mean, it's, it's hard to it's, do. It's like a weird thing to. It's like a weird thing to go for. It's a scholarship, <laughs> but you're like, I got a full ride to. The school that accepted my C plus GPA, like not not my first choice, but Dave Chang paid for it, so here I'm going. I guess <laughs> celebrating me- mediocrity. That is a scholarship. Um, no, I, I have really thought about it, and um, I hope to win. I, hope I to also win. hope to win, Dave. I also hope to win. What would you do? Would you disappear? Yeah, I mean. I, I, it's like, it's hard for me to fathom that, that level of decision. Like I was talking to Jamie about it the other night and I was like, oh, if we won, we would probably remodel this kitchen. <laughs> it's like, or we would just burn this house down and like never look back. Like, I don't know what the fuck I can't, I can't only think about like, oh, I could get some new shoes. Like, it's like, I don't know I, how I to think, think on legitimately that it makes people's lives way worse. I'm sure. It's like, you're being removed from society. I had more fun thinking about this than winning. I'm not going to win. I don't have the winning ticket. I don't have the winning ticket, Chris. I don't have the winning ticket. <laughs> My original ticket. question was this, though, because like you went in with a group of people. You know, I was at like a friend's giving party uh, this weekend. And Do you know why I had really had to buy that eight extra, right? Why? So like nobody would find out about it. Oh, just to cover your tracks. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, it was this weekend, and you know, somebody was like, "Oh, Powerball's at one point five. Like, let's go run out and get some tickets. Like, who's in? Who's in?" And you know, in that moment, you're like, "What am I going to say? Like, you cannot, you're, you cannot say no. You got to double down on eleven. You are pot committed. Whatever gambling analogy you want, like, you cannot be the one friend who didn't buy in with the lottery. <laughs> like, that's the the worst." Can can I just bring up something totally ridiculous and random besides like the Buddha, right? That gave up effectively. He was the billionaire and he gave up all of his fucking money to to reach enlightenment. I remember I was a big fan of Ludwig Wittgenstein, the philosopher, the, the Austrian philosopher, and I always remember this because he came from one of the most prominent wealthiest families in Austria. He was the heir. To equivalent of today, I believe he'd be like a multi-billion dollar inheritance. This motherfucker gave it all away. <laughs> he gave away all his shit, man. Like, it, it can't happen. And I wonder, what does that say about us? If I have the capacity to give it all away. To give it all away would be, I don't know. That'd be impressive. Because even people who like, quote unquote, give it all away are still like, but first, I'm going to live very comfortably until I die, and then I'll give it away. But like yeah. nobody's like, I'll give it all away in favor of this other life. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. All right, should we do some actual Ask Dave's here? Yeah, do it. All right, JP user, Discord user, JP Mitch, JP.Mitch, says they are taking their first trip to Paris over Thanksgiving. Thoughts on attempting to have a Thanksgiving-ish meal overseas, worth it for the ritual, or too much hassle? Having lived abroad many times where Thanksgiving has happened, I will tell you, Many, many, many years during my uh, the 10 years of in Australia, I think six of which I celebrated down there, one of which um, we went to a restaurant by an expat, and it was like a turkey dinner type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's also not easy to get turkey uh, internationally. You just roasted so, a whole like, emu? <laughs> I, I think one of those years we did have a turkey. So I celebrated six Thanksgivings in Australia and Sydney, one of which had like a turkey but the other ones is just like, let's just go to Golden Century. You know what I mean? With other Americans. It, it had less to do about the actual turkey and more to do about let's just celebrate something that we're celebrating um, a day in advance. I was going to say, because <laughs> you're, you you're like 18 in hours in advance. Yeah. Um, but also, um, I want two of those. I was in Japan, and in Japan, you eat KFC. That's the thing on Thanksgiving, right? Or is that? Yeah. Hmm. But did you did you feel like was it mm, Christmas too? I can't remember. But any holiday, it's KFC. Any American holiday. While I lived in Japan, I was eating KFC because mm. KFC is fucking amazing there. 
I was going to ask. I've never had KFC. Is better in Japan? Is it better in Japan? I've never had it. Dude. I mean, <laughs> I just want to stop this podcast. <laughs> I've never had it. All, Legitimate question. Everything that's a chain restaurant, including Taco Bell, is better in Japan. There's ta- there are Taco Bells in Japan? That's incredible. Everything is better. Everything is better. Everything is better. <laughs> oh, I want to go so bad. But when you were doing that, were you were you personally like, I want to go and make sure I celebrate Thanksgiving, mark the occasion? No, when you're an expat, when you're living abroad, there are things that you become sentimental and nostalgic for that you never thought you would. So uh, this user is just talking about traveling over Thanksgiving. Have you ever done a Thanksgiving? Do you think it's worth doing a Thanksgiving thing if you're just like, I'm in whatever city, Istanbul, Shanghai for the week. Do you still have a Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, but just going out to dinner. Right. You know what I mean? This is actually, it's actually a freeing thing because I've done a few of these. Like I was, let's see, a few Thanksgivings ago, pre-pandemic, we were in, we were away from home. We weren't traveling abroad. We were in Hawaii for Thanksgiving and uh, we had zippies. So we just had chili spaghetti for Thanksgiving and it was wonderful. I was in London one year. We had Indian food. We had dishoom. I've been, I think that like you go out to dinner you have a celebratory thing in honor of Thanksgiving, but you don't try to seek out a turkey. That's what I would say. Uh, user at Osketh, Osseth, O-S-C-E-T-H from Discord, uh, was asking about your thoughts on eating out in, at restaurants in, on Thanksgiving in general. But I'll extend that, Chang, to thoughts on eating at a restaurant on a holiday, generally speaking. And they're following up with, do you do a little something extra for the staff if you are dining at a restaurant? On a holiday. No, because they'll just think you're fucking weird. Right. It would be like just knocking facts. on a random door in a neighborhood and just bringing them some candy. No, I mean, like, I understand the sentiment and I think it's really nice. And if you're not a regular and you're just doing it as a one-off, I, I would find that to be relatively odd. So, no. I think it would be odd. And even if you are saying your intentions are pure, it feels a little like, if I were in that kitchen, I'd be like, the fuck does this person want? Right. So... No, I think going to restaurants is a really smart thing to do. In fact, when the year we opened a major domo in LA, I took our my my in-laws to a restaurant. It was Bouchon when it was open uh, here in LA. That's where we went to 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 like have Thanksgiving because I wasn't going to cook either. So no, I, there are many restaurants. Again, I I don't know um, how many restaurants are open because it's a day that most restaurants are closed. But in New York City, for sure. Thanksgiving Day is a, a day where many restaurants either do carry away, uh, take away, or they do dine in, and I highly recommend it. If you want to keep it fucking simple, that's honestly the best fucking idea. So yes. Uh, meanwhile, Eric the Viking is not keeping it simple. Eric the Viking will be assisting in cooking at their in-laws' place, and has a question: If you are adding a dish. If you're, if you're going over to your family's house and you are contributing to the cooking and bringing a dish as well, what is a good thing to make that won't be too intrusive, won't take up too much oven space? Perhaps something they suggest any day friendly? Yeah, do mashed potatoes. Just be in charge? Do you, you think you can go to roll up to a house and say, I got the mashed potatoes, though? Why not? I don't know. I just feel like mashed potatoes, if people More are particular fun, about Then do, do sweet potatoes. And rock yeah. up with it already done and just... Do green bean casserole. Any of these things. Any day friendly. I mean, anything that's sandbaggable, so I would do, right? 
I mean, but the whole honestly, ticket in that situation is to have it made when you arrive, right? Like you're not. I'm not cooking. At, no. <laughs> Listen, I hate. I absolutely fucking hate cooking dinners in other kitchens, professional or domestic homes. I hate it because it's like a sports team. It's like I prefer playing away games. No, I, I, I want to play at home. <laughs> well, relatedly, relatedly here, if it's not your house. But you see things starting to go off the rails in a kitchen. Are you following the Star Trek uh, non-intervention policy? Or at some point, are you jumping in to lend a hand? Is it a Star Trek non-intervention policy? What was the... The prime directive. Is the prime directive? There was also a U.S. US, uh, military... uh, Is it Dulles? Was that the Dulles doctrine? That was what? Non-intervention? Yeah. Am I right, right or wrong? I'm looking it up. Let's see. Dulles plan or the Dulles doctrine is a central document. developed a plan. Uh, this is a different thing. <laughs> this is the this is the plan for the United States to destroy the Soviet Union during the Cold War by secretly corrupting That's the what cultural I'm talking about. and moral values of the Soviet nation. That's this is like I'm the basis about. of that that uh, that podcast about that song. Yes, it is the Dulles Doctrine. I think that's what you should be doing when you enter another person's home. Corrupt with the Dulles Doctrine is trying to destroy their nation by corrupting their cultural heritage. Is that what you should be doing when you walk to somebody's yes. home? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, whatever. Jokes aside, this is how you uh, first impressed your wife by violating yeah, the Prime Directive. I think that if you, you listen. It's a little bit like being a Jedi in <laughs> wrong sci-fi series, but fine. <laughs> no, it's a little bit like being a Jedi, not in Star Trek, in um, the Book of Boba Fett. Yes. What happens? The Grand Inquisitor said something like, it's so easy to suss out Jedi because they can't help themselves from doing good. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that's the same way. Like, you can't flex that power you have if you're a really good cook, right? If you can save the day, you want to remain anonymous. You want to Wait, not what? let the world know <laughs> that you have some kind of superpowers unless it's the last possible resort. But that's that's what the Grand Inquisitor is saying Jedi can't do. So you're saying be a Sith, not a Jedi yeah. when it comes to helping your friends out. If yes. you see a friend in need. Hide your power or the Grand Inquisitor will find you. No, hide your power until unless you absolutely have to intervene. Okay. What, what is I'm okay? Saying. What does absolutely have to intervene look like to you? They're going down in flames. It's midnight and they haven't served. They're going the first down thing. in flames and it's like I can give you a lifeline. I can life like I am they're your upset. life best. They're upset. That's the that's the cue, I think. Like they're getting upset about I don't even have to be upset. They're just be like go. Going down and going down in flames. <laughs> they literally could be flames. <laughs> All right, that's and, what you. And I guess it's a pro- mixture of Star Trek, Dallas Doctrine, and okay. To Book be clear Boba to our Fett. listeners, the this has literally nothing to do with the Dallas Doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally how uh, Marjorie Green, Taylor Green, runs for office and wins and says ridiculous things that are totally not true. <laughs> this Dallas Doctrine is now known as a pacifist intervention. Uh, God, dude, this is going off the rails. We went from Star Trek to the Dallas Doctrine to Mark. I have Taylor had Green. no THC in my system, no nothing. <laughs> it is just lack of sleep.
whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Uh, user at GP says you're traveling domestically for the holidays, headed to the in-laws or your siblings or whatever. Are you bringing slash indulging in recreational activities and trying to hide it or inviting the rest of the it's family? Funny. Our sausages let us know a drunk, a tire driver is more dangerous than a drunk driver. <laughs> this is true. I'm so tired. Uh, so basically, let me just see how I translate what this, this, this GP question. Do you want to do a bunch of drugs in a house that you're visiting, whether it's your parents, your family, or your friends? Mm-hmm. It depends on what kind of drugs, number one. Sure. I, I think they're probably talking about marijuana and probably at, at most intense mushrooms. I don't think they're like, <laughs> are you using crystal meth for the first time at your in-law's house? Mushrooms is a bad idea. <laughs> LSD, bad idea. No shit. Macrodosing, bad idea. MDMA, maybe good idea. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> maybe good idea. Why is Dave having such a good time at Thanksgiving? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, he's rolling. It could be a legitimately a good idea. I would be it can, if you it can turn my house frown the, upside down. The only the only the only literally the only way I see this happening like you covertly taking MDMA at a Thanksgiving is if you came to my house for Thanksgiving and I would just be like he did this to fuck me over just be a psychopath. Like he did this on purpose, man. No, I think if you, again, in theory, I've read, then it can make you feel good. Mm. Yeah. I believe they call it the happy drug. I think it would be a good idea. So <laughs> that, so we'll stop it at MDMA and anything else. I don't think it matters. Really? That's your question, GP? Well, this is interesting because they were talking specifically about like, also, how do you, I think there's like an awkward moment in a lot of situations where you're like, uh, you know, do I smoke weed with my sister-in-law and you know are they cool whatever but you're in a you're in a difference and like with like your brother or your sister or whatever but you are the young one and like you're i think your older brothers like introduced you to stuff right yeah my brother and i would get super fucking high whenever we could <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly and any chance we could get yeah oh that's adorable it just it just depends, you know. Can 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 you handle it? Is it is it weak? Is it a pen? Is it a hybrid? Is it sativa? Is it a fucking super super chill indica, or is it a body numbing? It, it, it really matters, GP, for your fucking question to be a little bit more precise. Okay. Oh God, I feel like I the just dosage. Want- it's like it's just. A little bit or a lot. Like these are things that I need to know. If I want to be an ass Dave to truly help you with your recreational drug use, I need fucking specifics here. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh well, I can't read that one. That makes no sense. Let's read it. Let's see how little of sense it makes. Well, it's just a very pointed question. They want they they're trying to poke the bear in a very specific way. I think they're trying to get poke our, it. Get, User poke at it. user it. at <laughs> it pokes the bear in the belly at Barry Hungry <laughs> says 
When you're going as a Thanksgiving guest to a, let's say, non-Asian household, do you aim for the middle and bring something bland, or do you bring something that may or may not overshadow the host spread, i.e. a bucket of Popeyes, a tray of Vietnamese spring or summer rolls, Let me me tell you what. (laughs) They don't want anything from you. (laughs) (laughs) You think you're overshadowing them. You're not overshadowing them. (laughs) They don't want... They want... If they're a Korean person, I can just speak for Korean families. If you bring them a nice bottle of Johnny Walker blue, there's so many fucking shades of Johnny Walker. I don't even know anymore. There's like lime green, <laughs> whatever the fuck. <laughs> Get them something blue. I think blue, the, the blue is the nice blue's one. Get the them nice a bottle one. of Johnny blue's Walker. The nice one. That's all. Yeah. Get them some alcohol. You they're know? saying they're going this to a non-Asian household. Oh, <laughs> but I agree with you that the Asian household doesn't want your shit. <laughs> I thought this was going to an Asian household. Wait, but as that's a gift, fair. we have to we have to like explore that though for sure. If you're going to like a, a truly Asian household, they don't want you to bring anything. Don't they don't want shit. you to bring anything. <laughs> don't bring your really. shit. <laughs> dessert. Yeah, you yeah. know, oh, if you bring, they like, have a, not thought about dessert. Yeah. Bring dessert yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. If not always bring dessert. an. A, like, here's this is actually great. Dessert is always a key. But you can't bring dessert that's super sweet. Uh, a nice dessert to bring to any Asian household, I think, is a milfui cake, right? One of those fuckers, that, that shows great respect and hospitality, <laughs> okay? Don't try to make it. it. Buy it. It's important that you're purchasing this shit. You know what you're going to hear? You're going to hear them say, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, it's also important then to... If you're going to an Asian household, and I can't, yeah, I would say this, you want, and you're going to bring dessert, you want to get it from an Asian baker, but you can't get it from a bad Asian baker because that means you're like, it's almost disrespectful, right? (laughs) Right. You want to get an Asian baked pie or cakes that look beautiful Mm -hmm. and taste lots of fruit, not too sweet. They will respect the shit out of that. Can a can a non-Asian person bring okay, so another gift that you know, at least my Asian family respects a great deal is like incredible fruit. <laughs> like very, very good fruit. They're they'll go gaga for. Can a non-Asian person bring fruit to an Asian family? Or is that racist? Don't do that. <laughs> it's you're towing a line. <laughs> Don't do that. Unless it's perfect fruit. That's what I'm saying. Perfect. Like, truly bring, like 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 Japanese perfect fruit, then yes, yeah. But then, but like then, then now it's just now you're showing off too much, it's too much of a flex. <laughs> Stick to the Johnny Walker. <laughs> and honestly, this is actually not that crazy, depending on who you're visiting. If they're a smoker, they really might like a couple cartons of duty couple free cartons, cigarettes, a couple cartons, <laughs> couple cartons, couple cartons. But okay, here, on the alcohol tip. Do not bring like the cool small batch artisanal whatever. Like no they want gin. a recognizable no gin. <laughs> no, no gin. gin. They want no a vodka. recognizable name of something that they no can immediately small batch bourbon. They can immediately assign a monetary value to in their head. They're like, oh, Johnny Walker Blue, two hundred and twenty seven dollars Costco but right I, now. I'd all I'd also say if you're going to uh, a specific wealth level Asian person like. A bottle of wine is nice. Like a... Uh, but like I a, don't do it. I don't do it. I don't do it. Because some of the dudes that I know, 
they bring like right they use your bottle flex. of wine to wash out their glass before they pour into the, their actual yeah. wine yeah 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 but going back to white house as a gift is like for as a dish are you bringing something to like as, a, as a, a friend's giving i guess so i don't know what situation no, 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 no. here it is you bring a pie that's it bring a pie bring a pie mm-hmm. listen that's the best thing you can bring regardless for the holidays bring a pie i, I also like very hungry and you were suggesting cute, here and and don't get a pumpkin pie don't get a pecan pie bring a key lime pie yeah yeah yeah. if you yeah, bring yeah. a key lime pie they're all going to look at you differently mm. they're going to look at you like like you read gq or something like that <laughs> is that a good thing i don't know no they're gonna look at you like this guy like oh he's like, stylish he's like stylish yeah he's, yeah, yeah he's yeah, into yeah. shit uh god you remember that fucking lemon icebox pie though from that place oh wait, wait. my god in oakland i need all those pie places again because i gotta buy all that shit you gotta start buying your shit fucking now right now <laughs> right today i mean it's gonna be thursday by the time this comes out i already need to planning like crazy pl- doing the matrix about cold storage is freaking me out because <laughs> now i'm really thinking you gotta buy a turkey now i saw somebody buying one today i'm fucked i got a tiny refrigerator i'm screwed i don't know what i'm gonna do this year uh, this question though, just really quick, just to put the nail in the coffin on Barry Hungry's question. Barry Hungry, I think you are envisioning a situation. Is Barry Hungry racist? Is that fucking racist? I think it is super racist, and I, I'm assuming Bear, Barry Hungry Barry is hungry. Asian. Otherwise, it's Barry like it makes hungry. no sense why Barry Hungry is asking this. Barry, but Barry Hungry, Barry I'm assuming hungry. you're an Asian person, and in your head, Barry, Barry you... Hungry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were. Is saying, that what you're trying to say? I Barry thought you were saying, is the question hungry? Is the question racist? <laughs> no, the but name is. Barry the name hungry is, is racist. Barry hungry. Oh no! So that's what I'm saying. Is like you're saying Barry. Is it B E R R Y like Barry? <laughs> no, no, no. It's bear like the animal. That's why I was reading it. That's I, thought why I, was, I thought it was B-E-R-Y. Oh, that would be bad. I would not have read Barry. That's what hungry. I thought it was. Barry no, no, no. Hungry. Barry hungry is like you're a hungry bear. Oh. I assume. Oh. Assume, but Barry Hungry, you seem to have but, this notion. But, but Barry Hungry is a good funny. That we might, we may have finally found Dave's alt account. Oh, yeah. but, but Barry Hungry has this vision that they're gonna, they're gonna like show up at their in their white in laws' house with a bucket of Popeyes chicken on Thanksgiving, and their concern is that they're going to overshadow their house. Like, you are not going to be invited in, you psycho. Like, that's not a thing. Only if you have a drumstick in your hand as you walk in the If you're door. eating out of the bucket, that might be a strong enough power move. <laughs> Uh, I was just worried the food was going to be bad, so I grabbed a snack on the way over. No, bring a pie. You bring can't go pie. wrong with a pie. Bring a pie. Um, that's basically Barry, all Barry, I've got from the Barry Ask Dave well oh, here. Very hungry. <laughs> I, I made a gravy. I made the whole, going back to the recipe club today, that we haven't even aired or even recorded yet. Did you make a gravy? No, I was desperately missing it, though. So it's a stuffing. With a magical, magical stuffing. Uh, I spashcocked a chicken. Hey, me too. And I put it on top of the stuffing. And it was fucking fabulous. I made a gravy with a microwave roux. And it was great. You did, What did you use for the chicken product? Flavoring. Poultry seasoning. 
What, what? What did I use for the chicken flavor? Yeah, the recipe you need. You need a poultry seasoning for the fucking stuff. I found some little use? little little thing of of labeled poultry seasoning. And it was just like whatever, rosemary, thyme, sage, whatever. Margarine. Oh, I I I thought poultry seasoning was chicken bouillon. Oh no, there's like a there's a spice called poultry seasoning. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> Huh. But I, I also know, use you know but I also <laughs> use chicken bouillon. Can I can I just let's let's have this. This is what I want. This is gonna be great. And we're gonna have the everyone has the not only share this on Discord, but we're gonna post this on social media. Okay. What are we right. This is here? the challenge. This is the challenge. We're looking for the oldest spice in your drawer. <laughs> All right. Okay. We want verification. Like we need a picture of you holding the spice with a sign that says today's date on it on a crumpled piece talking, of paper. I'm talking about a level of age of a bygone era where there was not even a fucking label of date on the fucking label. <laughs> okay. Anything that's in your spice drawer, uh, we want to find something that's so old that it is older than your children. It's it's older than your oldest t-shirt you own it's older than fucking any it's something that when you sell your house it'll go to the next owner and the next owner it's an heirloom of spice well we wouldn't we we need verification i don't want to see some old ass empty spice jar parading masquerading as a full one video yeah and we need to see it you guys know what i'm talking about just like and, and and we can also tell it just like when you cut through the a tree, you can look at the lines in a tree. We can tell how old it is because it probably doesn't even shake out. It's so caked together. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a solid block, and it's all it's whatever color it started. It's gray now. Yes, we want to know. I think that to me is interesting. I want to know how fucking what. I think we can get something that's close to twenty years. Okay, if, especially if you go to your parents' house. You know what's fucking crazy, Dave? 20 years is still in the 2000s. <laughs> We're so old. Good God. God. I still think of 2000 as the future. <laughs> in the year 2000. Yeah. No, but see, that's even fucking 25 years old. I still think it's funny. It's really good. In 1999, in New York City, there was, everything was pizza 2000. Dry cleaning 2000. The <laughs> Cirque. Legitimately was the Cirque 2000. I mean, God, if that isn't a fucking uh, a cry that we live in a simulation, I don't know what is. Listen, man, Momofuku 2000 has a nice ring to it. Did you ever see that movie Cherry 2000 with Melanie Griffith in it? No, Dave. I wasn't the other guy who saw that. All right. Well, apologize if this was a meandering podcast where we answered nothing and we talked about our gambling addiction to Lotto. But should we win? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your captain now? All right. Give us five stars. Lots more turkey talk. 